Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show, Indeed has a new ad. Job boards are partnering with newspapers like it's 2003. And Slack raises more money than North Korea's military budget. It's HR's most dangerous podcast for a reason. Stay tuned. Here we go. Google. Lever. Intello. Monster. Jibe. What do these companies and thousands of others have in common? They all use sovereign technology. We've been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we offer the most configurable, scalable, and accurate software on the market. Visit booth 2461 at HR Tech this October 10th through 13th to hear more about our latest initiatives. At the conference, we'll announce new products and we'll release a few updates that will radically simplify and improve our existing technology. Visit Sovereign.com, that's S-O-V-R-E-N dot com, for a free demo. Or visit booth 2461 at HR Tech to meet the people who build and support our software. Sovereign's doing it, man. I love the targeted ads for HR Tech. Sovereign's doing it, 2461. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love, love it, it though yeah i love it hey, we're, we're launching some good shit come see us this is where we're gonna be that's right that's cool their uh their voice talent is in-house so they can just they can just crank these uh these ads out pretty yeah. easily so and, and for, uh, good for on. any yeah for for anybody who's doing these types of ads that i mean just to make sure it doesn't go stale i mean that's good stuff good good job good on you sovereign good, good on, on you, you. sovereign.com <laughs> go, go see them at hr tech S-O-V-R-E-N.com. Oh, all right. Woo. So like, next week. I feel, like we haven't, I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Maybe that's I know. just I know. busy or something. I've, I've been jonesing. Uh, but, I've been jonesing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's uh, let's get the shout outs out of the way. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about TA Tech next week. Uh, there's We're doing a live pod in Denver, and there's still time to grab your tickets. So is is the best way to do that to to e- uh, email our our buddy Peter Weddle over there? Okay, well, uh, let's underscore. There's a potential discount. Whoa! Um, to, as a Chad and Cheese listener, uh, oh, you got to right. email CEO at tatech.org, not dot com uh, to find out what your discount is. But uh, it can be upwards of fifty percent if you're. If you're the right person, so um, yeah. And if, if you're not sure, if you're not sure, let me give you a little teaser here. Not only will Chad and Cheese be live on stage, that should just push you over in the first place. But yeah. Facebook's Jobs uh, Project Manager is presenting on the Facebook Jobs Project and uh, the product and integration. So overall, I mean, again, we've been talking about platform wars. Guess what, guys? We got Google, we've got Facebook. All this stuff's happening, and you get to go to Denver. TA Tech and uh, see uh, at least one looking guy on stage. That's me. Joel Joel will be there too. But then you'll get, be able to see this guy. So he's a good second at least, right? It's, it's quite a coup. You know, the, uh, the big companies don't 
usually touch uh, these industry shows very often. Um, you, you never hear LinkedIn talk. You never hear, you know, any really anybody big. Um, you know, if Google talks, it's, you know, it's definitely not Larry and Sergey or somebody yeah. like SVP of a product. So having Facebook, uh, the head of sort of the jobs component is really cool. I'm really excited to, uh, to see what he has to say. So if you're not going to be in Denver, shame on you. But, uh, you know, at least tune into the pod. And we'll be sporting some awesome swag, right? Yeah, dude. It, so I got a box of swag. Did you get a box? I got a box, dude. It's so cool. From uh, You got Hex. my box. They sent it all to you. Oh, no wonder there was like a, a double XL in here. Because I know I can't wear that shit. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm lifting the gym now. So I got to expand. When's the last time you've had a hacky sack? They've got next hacky sacks. These things are... It was like in high school last time. Nineteen ninety-two. Lord, up. hacky oh, sacks. <laughs> well, I guess it is. It is Denver. Next T-shirt. That's a good point, right? Uh, next T-shirts. We've got next glasses, cups, uh, really cool binders. I mean, yeah, man, they really hooked us up. And and the reason why Next is hooking us up is because they are a new sponsor of uh, a new podcast that we're putting out for them. So look for that. Look for that. Big ups on next. Um, the formerly beyond. And uh, they'll be in um, Denver X's. as well. Yeah, two X's. N-E-X-X-T. <laughs> yeah, two X's. Um, yeah, so real excited about that. And uh, some more good stuff coming down the pike um, with them in the near future. Uh, again, hashtag Chad Cheese. We'd really love some interaction engagement with our listeners Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're listening on your phone, if you're hanging out on the train going to work, uh, head on over to Twitter, hashtag Chad Cheese, send us a question, send us some feedback, whatever. Uh, we're running out of material. No, not really, but we would like <laughs> to engage more uh, with everyone. And if Twitter's not your thing, like that. leave us a review on iTunes, oh, yeah, Google Play. Yeah. Um, you know, let us know how we're doing. It's our oxygen. It's how we uh, you know keep going. You know, when we talk here on a microphone, we don't really get to engage with people. So help us. <laughs> so we were just talking about the new next podcast that's going to be coming out. We're going to be doing one of those a month. Um, there's also another podcast that we're doing. Uh, it's it's Chad and Cheese here at the Chad and Cheese corporate offices. Uh, it's our, our second firing squad podcast just dropped this week. And uh, it was with uh, Arian Moon. So she's the CEO of, of Good Time. Uh, Shark Tank is is our version of Firing Squad. They're just less billionaires on the show. Um, but we had a good time. We had a good time. And you were it's, really, it's our, really it's our, nice. That was, you were it's, overly it's, nice. Well, the, we talk so much about big, we talk about big companies yeah. usually on this show. Uh-huh. And Firing Squad is, although it's, you know, it's not an easy exercise for them. It's the way that we can shine a light on smaller companies, startups, you know, to give them a voice. We Put ask them through, hard the, through the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We do. But it's it's. We, I think it's a nice trade off. They get a little exposure. They get their name out there, um, and we. Put them through the rigors of uh, you know the show. Yeah. So if you're for us, I think fun for them. Yeah, and if you're a startup and you're in this industry, this might be perfect for you. But the thing that I tell every single CEO who comes on here, you better be on your game. You've got two guys who have 20 years of background in this industry, and we are looking for the hard questions because we want to make sure that 
obviously you're thinking things through, but we want new cool startups on uh, on the on the Firing Squad Pod. Uh, it's once a month, so reach out to us LinkedIn. Yep. Wherever, you man. Think, yep. If you think you got what it takes, head on out to uh, chadcheese.com. Uh, contact us that way, and uh, we'll see. Beautiful. So, Denver. We're going to be in Denver this Denver. week, which is a great segue to what? What's Colorado known for these days? Um, altitude. Skiing. Weed. Weed. Yes. Weed. <laughs> Weed job. So, we'll segment to our first story. Vangst, which means what in Dutch or something? I believe it's catch. It's V A N V A N G S T. Vangst. I was thinking like vapors or you know the vape. Anyway, the whole V thing. Anyway, Vangst is a job board for pot, which it's not the first. There are many out there. This one just happens to be founded by a 24 year old uh, with a better PR agency than most any other pot job type job board i think a better business um, model too yeah how so well it, it, this is it's not just a job board man i mean they're actually like, like a recruiting agency for some of these hard to find jobs so i mean you take a look at it and it's really cool they, they they're kind of trying to become somewhat of the linkedin for pot jobs and pot companies so you know if you want to get into the industry um it's a great portal to be able to get there um, and if you are in the industry because you're a company and you're looking for uh, you're looking for talent, I mean, really hard because from my understanding, and I've never posted a pot job in my life, um, is that Facebook related pages for cannabis businesses will get shut down. Uh, in general, some of the some of the job boards don't even allow you to boost your jobs or post jobs. Um, they even had trouble with Indeed getting jobs on Indeed, man. So I mean, it, they had no. They had no no recourse. No, no recourse. Either either do do the curl up in the fetal position in the corner thing, or create your own shit. So they did that job board and also like a recruiting agency as well. I find this whole industry fascinating. Um, it, it's I, I have to think it's going to happen. You know, when when you and I were in uh, in West Virginia with Practice Link, you know, uh, talk was West Virginia will be pot friendly at some point, and Kentucky probably. I mean. This is just a way that's going to continue, and the need for people to, you know, handle this industry is going to increase. Um, so this will be more and more of a trend. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, we can add it to the trend of the only job boards being created these days are healthcare, right. tech, mm-hmm. and now let's throw in pot for well, a variety of reasons that you just mentioned. And you have communities like, you know, well, whole states and then small communities like, you know, we were at Practice Link at uh, in Hinton, West Virginia. And, you know, if they are very heavy into coal jobs, I mean, those things are still dwindling down. How are you going to replace those jobs? This is a great opportunity to be able to replace those jobs and really have even more jobs um, than are uh, available, not just now, but within the last 10 years from a coal standpoint. I wonder if because banks won't take you know money or have accounts for these businesses, do they do they take cash for job postings? I dude, I have. We don't no know clue. the answer to that, but it would be no interesting clue. to know. Like, we don't write I, checks because we have no banking account. Yeah, everything is in like under the mattress or in a vault. We, um, all I have, all all I all I think of when I think of this whole pot jobs thing is that like 
characters like Jason Bateman on Ozark are just killing it now. The money laundering. I mean, it's. I mean, seriously, one of the best Netflix shows you'll ever see, Ozark. But I mean, seriously, it's like it's not even fair because you can't get your your money into a bank. So therefore, you have to have your own security team, security. Uh, um, all the way through, and you have to pay your taxes in cash. You have to pay your people in cash. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. I love that the government is okay taxing these folks, but they can't have a bank account. Yeah. Anyway, Assholes. not to be a commentary podcast on Assholes. the pot industry. Yeah, sorry. Let's let's move on to uh, some more interesting news, I think. Yeah. Um, announced recently, or this week, ZipRecruiter... Partners with 550-some newspapers and digital properties around the country, really small-type uh, newspapers. Mm-hmm. And more interesting, I guess, to me is uh, McClatchy, uh, a, bit, a much bigger newspaper entity, uh, dumps Career Builder and goes with rec- Recruitology. <laughs> Say that five times really fast. Um, who's, who's, who's part of the, uh, the after-college uh, group that more people might be familiar with because mm-hmm. they've been around longer. But this, this fascinates me. And this also uh, career builder was dumped for real match about a month or so ago. So there's this whole trend of newspapers, one dumping career builder, which is worth commenting on, but also partnering with job sites in some fashion, which feels very much like it's 2004 again, because this would have been big news back then. And somehow the old news is now new news because newspapers, I guess, are hip again and job boards are putting out press releases about partnering with them. What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I I would have thought that we, w- we would have learned our lesson by now if we actually took a look at history because, I mean, really the newspaper care, they, they care about one thing. I've got my, my brother-in-law is actually a big editor for a newspaper group and, and they focus on content. The community and stories. They don't give two shits about this job stuff, which means in most cases, if you go to most um, most paper websites, you go to the websites looking for content or what have you, generally you find it through maybe LinkedIn post or Facebook post or something like that, or maybe you get it in, in your feed another way. Um, it's driving you specifically to that piece of content, and you're not there, and you're not going to be looking for jobs. Not to mention in most cases, they hide jobs not all but most they hide job you can't even find the goddamn jobs page for goodness sakes so i think from a career builder standpoint career builder took a look at this because they've been doing this for over a decade and they said we don't give a shit about this traffic because guess what there is no freaking traffic you guys can have it all day and uh we're gonna go focus on shit that actually makes sense that's not 2003 I think there's traffic still. There's just no money. In other words, I don't think there's traffic. Yes. I don't. Well, there people still go to newspaper sites. They go to newspaper for sites for reasons of okay. So you and I, are, you and I are big sports fans. Oh, a lot yeah. of the new, a lot of the commentary on sports teams I like, I can mm-hmm. only get on newspaper sites because yeah. they still employ yeah. journalists. Yeah. Um, so better people still go. It's much fewer. Yeah. Um, and it certainly is decreasing. I think it, it's a it's a it's a testament by career builder in saying we don't care about our job postings business because that's a commodity. We're going to focus on the technology, the services industry because that's where the growth and the money is. 
we're willing to say goodbye to job posting traffic because we really don't care about job postings anymore. So I think it's less about the traffic than it is the value of a job posting. I don't see, and here's here's the thing. I don't I don't agree with that entirely. I do believe that you know they're moving away and they're shifting focus, which is smart. Um, although when I go to any of those sites that I'm actually reading really good content, um, I, I don't think about looking for jobs, not on, not on a newspaper site. I'm looking for content. I'm looking for news. I'm looking for community stuff. I don't look for jobs. And again, this is where, you know, I reach back to career builder been doing, they've been doing this for over a decade with a hell they had to, because they were owned by Gannett for goodness sakes. Um, so they they have really good insight from a business standpoint of whether this even makes sense to them. And in talking to some friends over there, they said, we just, we just let this shit go, man, because to be quite frank, it just doesn't make sense for us. Now, this being said, if... If the newspapers and the newspapers actually have to make this change, if they make a change and they pivot to to actually draw more of their readers into some of the job content, providing relevant information, that type of thing, then maybe. But over the years, we've seen really this the the job site on a newspaper on a newspaper site just being this kind of appendage appendage that's out there that nobody even pays attention to. Yeah, I mean, I think if. If 10% of a newspaper's website traffic is looking at jobs, you're probably doing pretty well. There's and no there way. There's still people that, that say, there's still people that default to, I need a job. These are older people generally, um, who still think of the newspaper as classifieds and job postings and will still go to the newspaper website to look for jobs. The other are going to be passive looky loos that just happen <laughs> to see jobs and they want to check stuff out. But there's no doubt that newspaper traffic is decreasing. Job board value is decreasing. Mm. This feel this feels like you know two dinosaurs snuggling so they can stay warm as they go extinct, as you, opposed to being separate. You like that one? I like that one too. By the way, I like that one too. All right, man, let's move on. Okay. Uh, video recruiting, moving up the uh, technology um, totem pole here. Uh, take the interview. Uh, a we'll fairly well known, <laughs> fairly early. Uh, 2012-ish uh, uh-huh. player in the video recruiting uh, space, mm-hmm. joining those like Montage, HireVue. We talked about Skype recently getting more and more into this. Yeah. Uh, green job interview getting acquired. So anyway, uh, Take the Interview was looking at their business model, looking at where things were going, and decided, eh, we're going to do marketing platform. We think that's the future. So this week they announced that they are now conveyed IQ convey IQ. Uh, they're leaving the brand, take the interview gone. The video recruiting component will be part of convey IQ, but they're really focusing on engagement platform, uh, you know, speed to engagement, um, surveys for people that are applying to jobs, uh, scheduling, which you talked about firing squad. We recently talked to good, good time who does that. So, um, this is a trend. Mm. Uh, companies are leaving this commoditized kind of thing and trying to find value somewhere. And I think this is what Take the Interview is doing with starting as Convey IQ. Yeah. Skype means pivot. And, and I mean, they're seeing increasing competition that's happening, not to mention as we talked a good time and we're talking about many of these companies, 
Um, they better, if they're just going to focus in this one segment, they better do it better than anybody else. And number two, they better be really looking hard to be sold. They, they, they I mean, because they, they're just not going to exist. Because as Timing. you've noted, um, you know, you take a look at the, the, the jobs to web kind of scenario where they came out and they were SEO for jobs. Um, yeah. then, then applicant tracking systems are like, oh shit, we can do that. And then what did jobs to web have to do? They had to pivot, you know, and they Mobile. did, and they did in a very smart way. And timing is important. Like yes, jobs to web I've sold at the right point, which yep. it's interesting because Doug Berg, uh, co-founder or founder of jobs to web mm-hmm. is on the advisory board for take the interview. So I'm sure there were conversations about, you know, his experience with that and going over here. One of the things that uh, Danielle Weinblatt, who's the, uh, the one of the co-founders at um, Take the Interview, told me uh, when I talked to her for an interview was consumers, one, I think the commodity, but the other side of it was that companies couldn't really decipher why one video recruiting solution was different from the other. Yeah, yeah. So when mm-hmm. you when you have when you have a customer who can't tell one product from the other and you get sort of overall commodity of this whole solution, it's definitely time to pivot. And if the higher views and the montages aren't having similar discussions, right. they certainly should. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I like the angle that they're taking here. And, and I don't know if it's Doug's influence because he's a very smart cat, but you know, she says, you know, it's not fair that people get immediate updates on their phones when it comes to their Uber and when their pizza is being delivered, but they don't even know when, where they're at in the process for getting hired for a job, which is bullshit, right? I mean, we're talking about a $10 pie that's coming in a, you know, a, a junky Chevette possibly um, versus, you know, a 60,000, 70, six figure job. And you don't even know what the hell's going on. So, you know, I agree. So their pivot to become more of, she said, the hub spot um, of this industry, I think is incredibly smart. Not to mention they already have really good relationships with applicant tracking systems. Um, so, I mean, when you start talking about this space, and this is one of the things that we talked a good time about on the firing squad was if you have great relationships with companies like ISIMS and Taleo and Conexa and smart recruiters and green greenhouse and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then you have already started to press into the market. And that is where your business is going to be because those companies always want to hit the easy button on stuff. And if you're already integrated with them, then guess what? you just prospectively turned into the easy button for them. Yeah, I think that I think that I speak for both of us when I say that this whole rethinking engagement with candidates and, you know, bringing them back from the dead and having this sort of automated, um, you know, they don't know it's automated. Look, if you apply to a job and you get a text message like Convey IQ does and that says, hey, thanks for applying, you know, with a video or an image or something, uh, and a link saying, check out more, um, a link that lets them take the interview via video. Um, they don't know that it's not a person necessarily. And, and like we've talked about before, they just want interaction period. If it's a chat bot, if it's an automated email or text, like they're getting nothing, you know, historically. So to see this sort of trend of engagement, um, speed to market, you know, getting the right candidates quickly, 
um, you know, stirring up your old database and trying to reinvigorate, you know, people that are in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we both like that trend and and hope that it continues. So is her first name Danielle? Is that what it is? Danielle. Danielle Danielle Weinblatt. So one of the things that she said that I thought was awesome, and I really believe that recruiters need to embrace, she said, recruiters who don't embrace marketing will be automated. And it's not just auto, it's not just, it's not just this piece of it, marketing, but it's also the sourcing piece. I mean, all the way through, if you don't start to reinvent yourself as a recruiter with the technology that's out there today, and you feel like you can run a full desk with paper and spreadsheets, guess what, guys? You're going to be snuggling up with Trianosaurus Rex with our friends at the newspapers. Yeah, it's similar to, you know, a marketing person today would have a hard time getting a job if they don't have experience with you know, HubSpot, HubSpot, Marketo, uh, MailChimp, you know, all these solutions that are sort of out there. I think it's the same for recruiting. I mean, eventually you won't, as a recruiter, you're going to have a hard time if you, if you can't go into a company and say, yes, I'm very proficient in all of these sort of marketing platforms or I've used all of them in the past. So I agree that what, what I asked Danielle was, do you think more marketers will become recruiters? or like take on recruiting software technology, or do you think more recruiters will move into more of a marketing role? And her prediction was that more recruiters will start bleeding into marketing as opposed to the other way around. Um, I tend to agree with her. Yeah. I and think I also agree that if, if you're, if you're not moving forward, you're going to get automated. Yeah. I think they'll turn more into brand ambassadors where they will actually marshal kind of the, the, the process. So not as much of a recruiter, but you have to be better at not just knowing and identifying talent, but being able to really pull them through the system and the process and, and, and your brand matters. Yeah. Recruiting tends to be way too reactionary. Yes. Recruiting tends to be more like, okay, we need this today Mm -hmm. and okay, I'm going to start the work today. And they need to be more nurturing, more, more farmers and saying like, okay, cool. I've got 10 people I already know that would possibly be good for this. And uh, they're already warm. You're, you're, you're starting to give me the feels, which means we're probably going to hit the indeed and ad and campaign next. Yeah. Let's, let's take a quick break uh, before we get all sappy and weepy. Uh, and we'll come right back after a, a quick word from one score. Ever made a bad hire? Well, who hasn't hiring the right person can be extremely difficult and quite frankly, can kill your business if you get it wrong. Well, now, thanks to the folks at Wonderlick, there is an easy and affordable solution that can help you find the future rock stars and help you avoid the bad apples. It's called OneScore, and you can try it for free. That's right. Chad and Cheese listeners can get a free seven-day trial by visiting wonderlick.com slash cheddar. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-L-I-C dot com slash C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Use OneScore to make your hiring process smarter. Go to www.wonderlick.com slash cheddar and start your free one score trial now. Now. Indeed. 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 Um, Yeah. So the news uh, from Indeed this week, they've launched a new ad campaign that's sort of warm and fuzzy. It's just a little political. Sort of. It's emotional. Uh, the gist of the ad is the uh, a hope of you know taking away the prejudices of hiring. 
So in other words, when you see a name, you create prejudices. When you see an address of someone, you know, you have a certain thing in your mind. And Indeed hopes to alleviate uh, the prejudices of hiring and, and getting people jobs based on their skills and not where they live or what their name is or any of those things. And this, to me, is very timely because we're seeing the, the programming in Silicon Valley under fire with, you know, the, the, the woman from Uber who who blogged about how bad it is for women, uh, the lawsuit against Google that we talked about in terms of females getting paid less. Yep. Like this seems to be a trend. People are going to embrace. People have passionate feelings about it in some cases yeah. and indeed is going to take advantage of that uh, with their new ad campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, and it's also important for them because they need to, they need to pivot as well. Because they are not the big dog on campus anymore. They're not the Google for jobs anymore. So they have to be different and they have to be able to cling on to something that makes them different. Um, but when you get down to brass tacks, I mean, I like the message. The message is awesome. And I think it is very poignant and very pertinent for what's going on right now. But I also loved Monsters for a Super Bowl ad. Um, but if you don't keep spending the money, your brand is going to die. I mean, they are not a lifestyle platform. And this is where the Indeeds of the world are really going to have issues because, yes, we are going to need to look for a job at some point in time, right? But if we have a lifestyle platform that we use every single day, Facebook, right? Jobs platform is popping out. Google, Google for jobs, right? Microsoft with LinkedIn, right? I mean, we've got these, we've got these, these lifestyle platforms that really, to be quite frank, they, they're, they're in our everyday life, lifestyle. And, uh, if you're not a part of the lifestyle team, then guess what? You're going to have to find a way in. Well, historically, you know, when you have a commodity, which let's agree that job postings are becoming a commodity. Okay. Yeah. It's becoming sugar water. It's becoming, you know, hamburger meat, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And when you have this sort of thing happen, you have to build feeling around the commodity. Yes. And forever, job postings have been, you know, you brought up the monster one, which was emotional, right? It made people think about what, did I really want to be this when I grew up? Did I really want the job I currently have? And since then, you know, particularly with Indeed, it's a very efficient, cold process, right? Indeed has made their money on fast sites, um, no, no, you know, no, uh, no clutter, uh, easy to use. You know the experience because it, it's the same as Google's experience. And now that Google's in the in the thing, you're not going to out Google Google. So you have to start building an emotional connection with people. People have to feel like if I'm using Indeed, it's a good thing because I believe in the same things they do. Uh -huh. And you know most of the ads today, they don't try to do that. So the ZipRecruiter ads are very instructional. Uh, the new Monster ads. I don't know what to say about them as far as what they're trying to do. They're funny. Um, I don't know what the hell funny. they're there for. I have no clue Great. call to action what the hell I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But they're spur, spur nightmares and little kids. <laughs> um, but, yes, I, I think that what Indeed is doing is something that they should do. I think it's probably the right topic. Um, whether it will work or not, whether people will have an emotional bond with a job site, I don't know. But they're giving themselves a decent chance of filling that need if it does get filled. Yeah. One thing you have to have to remember, advertising itself is not going to make you relevant, right? You are going to have to fit into that person's day somehow, some way. 
and become a relevant part of their, 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 their day to day, their lifestyle so that they don't forget you. You know, I'm going to forget them in T minus two just because I use Google every day. Jobs are right there. Yeah. It's a, uh, they have an uphill battle. Um, and we'll see if they have the, the juice to fight it, but, um, yeah, let's move on, but we'll, we'll continue to watch this trend and, uh, yeah, let's, I want to see a, a warm and fuzzy commercial from zip recruiter. That's what I want to, that's <laughs> that, what I want yeah, to see. That's not going to happen. Probably won't happen, no. but, uh, they're successful doing what they're doing. Apparently, um, Snapchat is in the news again as a recruiting tool. Who'd have thunk it and who'd have thunk that it would be a cold and stodgy investment bank. Uh, out of Wall Street that would be using Snap. Uh, in this case, Morgan Stanley is using Snapchat to recruit uh, college grads uh, for their to their company. Um, now, this may seem odd, but J.P. Morgan did the same thing about a year ago. So for whatever reason, you know, HR people and recruiters are fast followers and they like doing what their, co- their competition is doing. So I, I assume that we'll be seeing um, a Bank of America Snapchat um, ad soon. We'll start seeing regional ads, maybe Key Bank, mm-hmm. Fifth Third. Uh, anyway, uh, and also joins McDonald's, who we reported uh, hoping to fill, try, you know, fill partly 250,000 summer jobs uh, through Snapchat. So Snapchat continues to march on as a recruiting tool. And it makes sense from the, I mean, the companies that you've talked about, I mean, internship programs, right? For JP Morgan or Morgan Stanley. I mean, they are heavy on campus. They're heavy on campus. And most of these organizations that have what they call leadership programs, which are just nice ways to to call them kind of amped up internship uh, programs. Um, I mean, enterprise, enterprise holdings and enterprise rent a car and so on and so forth. I mean, some of these companies are incredibly heavy on campus. So once again, this is a marketing channel and it hits the demographic that, you know, you, you, you want to get into. Um, do I think that this is going to push more people to go to Morgan Stanley versus JP Morgan? I, I don't know. We're, we're talking about putting, um, brown, penance as a as a as a filter on your snapchat or something like that is that really that cool that's going to be able to make some or make somebody choose you over your competitor i I don't know i guess we'll find out but i do like that you know they are focusing on their demographic and they're not just throwing jobs out there yeah it it isn't i could see myself using the uh burger flipper um Filter. Yeah. I'm not sure about the investment banker filter, but um, you look good in one of those. Yeah, you, yeah, we're either seeing it as Smock. you know we're hiring young people for service type jobs, and yeah. that's that's where I would expect to see a lot of the trend. Like if Chili's and you know just service industry, Cedar Point, you know if they're not using Snap to recruit, um, they should certainly be looking at it. I think. The point of getting college kids to join your firm or your company after graduation is clearly another target, uh, at least demographic that people are using. And if J.P. Morgan had success a year ago, you know, if we got around to other recruiters, and we know that you know most recruiters stick in the same sort of industry, um, Morgan Stanley's doing it now. So yeah, we'll continue to watch. Did, but did this have a did this have an application model like? Um 
McDonald's did because I mean I like that because I mean you could snap and push your info to McDonald's and go through like a quote unquote snap location type of scenario. Did did this have the same did this have the same effect? Yeah, this was an ad. Um you're gonna make me reread the story here. Uh <laughs> well if it doesn't it should just say that. I mean there's gotta be just 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 having a cool picture with your penance. Okay, so and so the, the, the head there at uh, Morgan Stanley said, quote, we have we have to be where the students are. It's kind of what we just said. Uh, we want to build on the momentum and leverage. Uh, and it fits naturally with student behaviors. OK, so, yeah. So, so it is a filter. The filters include the college or university name and are designed with the pennant style. The feedback from students has been positive as classes have started again, she said. So they're using the school pennants. Uh, the bank expand geo filters. Yeah, but to, okay. to what? I mean, that's a, so this is really subtle stuff. I mean, uh, this is probably like the logo. Yeah, um, and this is to me a who cares thing, right? I mean, oh look, I just snapped myself. <laughs> who gives a shit? We do because we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I know, but I, I just—it's one of those things that if you're going to use Snap or if you're going to use any type of any type of channel to be able to to, to try to hire or draw somebody in, have some kind of action sequence where you get their information and you can reach back out to them. I mean, there's got to be some type of interaction. Just putting a filter on, having a pennant. Maybe there is something beyond that that the article's not talking about. But to me, this is a who gives a shit i mean mcdonald's okay. i like mcdonald's little snap application thing yep yep i agree so this looks like a filter has your campus pin it your school it says welcome back to campus and it's from morgan stanley so it's an incredibly subtle uh, um filter yeah so yeah we'll see I, I agree with you like the swipe up and apply yeah um, it's probably, you know much more effective. you can do better morgan stanley you've got shit tons of cash that's just boring <laughs> uh i have something to say but it's off color i'll, I'll save it uh for another day and let's go to slack good god Raising crazy money jesus uh announced this week they just raised a series g so let's see a b c d e f g that's by my math seven rounds of funding Whew. not including seed rounding uh-huh uh, 250 million Series G, valuing the company at 5.1 billion. Wow! Which, by the way, is more than twice the value of Monster, Career Builder, and Dice put together. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> and it's a messaging. App. Oh, <laughs> I mean, th- there's a ton of stuff that I mean, I, like I said, I've used I've used Slack before, and there's a ton of things that you can do. Um, within the actual app itself, but still it is, it, Slack is not going to change your life guys. I mean, it's not going to, you can create communities and blah, I mean, but it's not going to change your damn life and to be valued at 5.1 billion. Oh, somebody better find the, the eject how button. Are, how are we not, how are we not seeing news items every month about monster dice just launching something? Some messaging app, I, like I don't know. They, Career Builder Monster could launch a messaging app tomorrow, and it could potentially be valued at, at a higher price than what their job board business is, like instantly. Yeah, and it could be something that is native within a. Okay, so Career Builder. Let's say Career Builder because they have a much, I think, a, a much more full product set for, for portfolio and being able to pull 
all of their their pieces together in this messaging app, right? So if you're in the applicant tracking system or if you're in interviewing, if you're doing um, you know, background checks or what have you, you have that messaging app that runs inside the system itself. I mean, it's all about engagement. I, I don't know. Well, the thing is, you know, Slack is most what I've used Slack for. And there are apps and stuff. I don't know if this, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I mean, you could create a Slack that's a recruiter tool to converse about candidates in real time on a mobile platform. Mm-hmm. And like, it seems like you could create something really cool for internal recruiting teams that's Slack-like. Um, but anyway, anyway, yeah. You have Facebook. I mean, I see Facebook ads for their messaging app all the time. And I know that I, I go to certain places. I'm sure I'm getting retargeted. But, I mean, they're pushing this big time. Someone like Amazon, Salesforce, is going to buy Slack for $10 billion or some crazy number. And we're just going to have sit around with our jaw on the floor that it happened. But um, it's going to. No clue. Anywho. We're at 40 minutes. You want to shut her down? Yeah, we should probably do that. I need to go uh, hacky sack since I've got this this new next hacky sack. I haven't done it forever. So, uh, yeah, it's about that know, time. Man. It's going to be like 90 degrees in Indiana. This is ridiculous, Late September. Man. So we'll, I'm going to go put on my swim trunks and go <laughs> work by the pool or something. But, uh, yeah, we out, man. Uh, if we see you in Denver, come by and say hi. If not, uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Later. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.